Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 119 of Parenting in Real Life. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. We did it. We finished our no screen challenge. I usually do that sound. Well done. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) So before we get into what it was like and what comes next, our parenting in real life moment is that we probably like many of you are going through another round of what we call COVID colds. It's not actually COVID. It's not. It's. Colds because our kids wore masks for two years during their immunity formative years, and so they catch everything, and it's way worse than it should be. So yesterday, Cammie and Nathan stayed home because they were super congested, and I'm congested, and Jack and Lucy had colds last week, and it just, you know, runs through our family, and then a few weeks later, we get a new one, and then a few weeks later, we get another one, and it just keeps going over and over again, and I'm hoping now that after this winter that our immune systems are built back up, and next year we won't get sick so much. I mean, it's nothing worse than like a cold, which is good, but still, we get sick. I kept up my normal regimen of licking at least two public door handles a week, even during (laughs) COVID, so I'm doing great. No COVID colds for me. Oh, it is so gross. <laughs> but not super far from the truth. <laughs> because we've been doing no screens, when we are back to screens now, because the kids were home, I still didn't want them watching screens all day because I know that's what they wanted to do. So we waited until after lunch and they could watch some Disney movies. And they picked, well, Alan picked Fantasia, so that got them started. But then Lucy really wanted to watch Snow White, and Nathan and Cammie were okay with that. And then Cammie turned on Robin Hood. And so we're like, yes, some classic Disney movies that I don't think they've... Cammie said she'd never seen Snow White before. So that's one of our things as we were doing this. I was like, it would be nice for our kids to watch some of those old Disney movies from when we were kids. And so we want to start implementing that on Sundays. But we'll talk more about that better, about how we're going to implement things. But that was our parenting in real life moment is... The constant COVID colds. (laughs) All the time. Our parenting hack for the week is camelbacks. When we went hiking at Canyonlands a few weeks ago and we got camelbacks for it and we weren't sure how it was going to go, it went really well. The kids loved it. They did. And we weren't packing around a bunch of water and nobody was dehydrated. It did happen, as Alan predicted. We... (laughs) Where some of like our kids had to go to the bathroom a lot because they were drinking so much water. <laughs> yes, we had overhydration, if anything. Luckily, we were in the great outdoors, so the whole world's a bathroom because <laughs> one son stopped every twenty seconds to go to the bathroom. Just, I just like seriously, you just went, and he's like, I gotta go again. I'm like, do you really, or do you just think you need to go but, oh, repeatedly? Yeah. One child went a lot. That, that happened a lot. But it was great. The kids got to carry their own waters and didn't break our backs. And they had fun carrying their own and just being able to access it whenever they wanted. So I felt like it was it was a good purchase. And they're a lot cheaper than they used to be. And, of course, we say Camelback because that's the branded name that yeah, we all knew. But they were definitely not Camelbacks. Those are still expensive. Yeah. These were definitely different brands. 
probably from China or whatever. Post a link. <laughs> yeah, we'll post a link for the ones that we used. We felt like they worked really well. We got different ones for me and Alan as adults. But mostly all of them for the size. We wanted more storage because we knew that the other ones didn't hold the ton because we wanted just the smallest thing that would work. And it was a little bit big for our four-year-old, but she still wore it the whole time. So Yeah, everyone else fit on really well, but it was a little bit big on Lucy. Yep. But they had enough room to do like a couple of snacks, like just one or two snacks, and then we held the rest of the snacks. So yep, it was great. And now for our Hot Mess Hot Minute. So today we are going to debrief on what our almost month of no screens was like, the wins and the fails and the tears. <laughs> And the fears. I don't know. No. no good rhymes. So, <laughs> I'm going to wait for Alexis to stop silent laughing. They can't hear it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it. But we will also talk about what we hope screens look like moving forward. Spoiler alert. We hope it's less than before. All right, so to start our discussion today, we're going to talk about the benefits of doing no screens. And so we mostly did no screens. We did have a few exceptions. So we did three weeks, and we did do a family fun night on Fridays. We did allow two hours of screens on Saturday, but that was pretty much it. We did do a road trip, and surprisingly, nobody asked for a screen on the way there. I think they thought that they couldn't use them, which was actually really great because they ended up napping instead. They did use screens on the way home. And so, other than that, we did no screens. Road trips are one of those times where I feel great about every minute my kids are on a screen. <laughs> because it's a minute they're not screaming at somebody else. So, yeah. I, I, that's one of my big takeaways is be thoughtful about when you're using screens. Screens are a really powerful tool in terms of like engaging and captivating kids for a period of time. And so use that when you need it. If you use it all the time, then it doesn't work when you need it. So some of the other benefits that we saw, definitely more creative time. Our kids, well, which also made more messes. So that's one of the bad things we can talk about. But more creative time. And we did find that they were sleeping in more, which is what we found last time too, is that they're not anxious to get up in the morning because there's not a lot to do. And so they actually sleep in a little bit longer. For about the first week, our kids would come in and be like, are you sure we can't do screens? <laughs> yeah. And they would just, the common lament from all of our kids was, then there's nothing to do. I'm like, this is why we're doing this, but that's great. If there's nothing to do, go back to bed. And eventually they learn to do that. That actually works with me too. If I tell myself, if I get up right now, I can't do a screen, then I'm like, well, that's dumb. Then I'll just go back to sleep. So definitely works with the kids. I think they slept better because they knew they couldn't do screens. I think in general, our kids didn't ask what they should do as much because you always get that when screens are either they've already used screens so much that they're bored of them or you say no screens. And so when that's not an option, eventually they get over it and they start figuring out what they do when there's no screens. And generally, I feel great about it. The other huge benefit for me is that I loved that at night I would go down. So we put the upstairs kids to bed first, and then the basement kids to bed and the basement kids often would like turn on a show because they're a little older. And so they'd turn on a show and be watching a dumb show. When we did this, they went and read because that's all there was to do. And I loved seeing that. They, they like reading fine, but no book is as good as TV, right? And so 
they would always be watching the show, but over the last three weeks, they read at night, and it was amazing. It also was easier to have them get ready for school because they weren't like trying to push more screen time. They were not really doing anything, so they were able to get dressed and get ready to go. When they came home, they went out to play. They weren't worried about doing screen time, so yep. that was all, all good things. Yep. Downsides? So what were the downsides of no screens? I kind of mentioned it before, but we did have way more messes than we usually do. Because they're being more creative, they're making bigger messes. So we've had forts all over our house, pretty much every room you can think of. There's been a fort and our kids really struggled to clean up by themselves. And so it doesn't happen unless I'm helping them or Alan's helping them. And we're spending a lot of our time putting cushions and pillows back. Yeah. And we did start to create some limits. Like we have couches on the main floor and in the basement. And we said, forts are for the basement. I need a little piece of our house that feels sort of manageably clean. And so I snapped and said, no more. No more forts up here. You got to do it downstairs. Mm -hmm. And they threw a fit because that's what kids do. And then they did it and it's been fine. Yeah, we even have like a little nook downstairs that they've like made into a fort area. I'm like, this is this is what this is for. <laughs> like, this basement area is for you guys to just play in and have fun. And if it's messy, it's not that big of a deal because it's out of the way. And yep. so we like that they were doing that. Yep. Another downside is sometimes I feel like I like screens. Like I like watching a movie together on a Sunday afternoon or or doing those things. And so there were times when I felt like, oh man, that'd be fun to go sit down and watch that with my kids. Like. Sometimes, and this may not be scientifically backed, but sometimes I like to bond with my kids via screens and we felt like, I felt like we couldn't do that. And so that was a bummer. Obviously that is a lot less than the all the time screens that we usually do, but I do miss screens sometimes. I did think that our kids sometimes had a hard time too telling the difference between their screens and mine and Alan's screens because... We still had our phones and computers and stuff like that. And especially our younger kids were like, well, you get to do screens. Why don't we get to do screens? I'm like, well, I'm not playing games or watching shows on mine. I'm using it as a tool. And so I think that was hard for our younger ones. They don't see the difference. Transparently, sometimes they would catch us looking at reels or something. And they probably did have a point at that point. <laughs> Well, usually if they caught us on reels, they would just kind of sneak over and sit with us <laughs> and watch it too. <laughs> yep. So we are not perfect screen users as Alexis and I are not perfect screen users either. We did not do screens at night. I would like watch TV. Alan and I didn't. How'd you feel about that? I felt fine. <laughs> do you feel like you got more done? No. Why? Because I don't like to get stuff done at night. And I think that is the hard thing. Now that I'm getting up early in the morning, I used to be a night owl and I loved working at night. I feel so tired at night now that working is no longer appealing to me. And so I usually just want to sit and watch TV. So I found instead of us going to bed earlier, we ended up just being on our phones. First, yeah. We didn't like not do phones. We would just sit and watch reels right. together or something. <laughs> so it would be interesting if we tried to do a week with no TV or phones at night, mm -hmm. what that would look like. I do think we'd probably just go to bed earlier. But then that feels kind of lame. Yeah. But maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's healthier for us to get more sleep. Yeah. 
grape nuts are also healthier for you, but I don't eat those. Oh, yeah. Grape nuts are gross. <laughs> so sometimes you can be too healthy. Any other downsides? I mean, the first week. Uh, there, There is always a break-in period. It's like good pair of shoes. First week is not great, and then it's amazing. That's really how this was. And we knew it was going to be, and so knowing that was really helpful. But it is amazing how they get there, and they just understand, okay... Cammy did moan a couple times that she was going to become a social outcast because she doesn't know what's being, what people are watching. And that's always her rhetoric. And I'm like, good. That's fantastic. I do think it probably was the hardest for Cammy and Lucy because, well, Lucy's home all day and Cammy, because she doesn't have a lot of hobbies or other interests. And so she just enjoys sitting and watching TV. And I don't feel like she found other hobbies to do. Like she would just sit, literally sit and just do nothing then. (laughs) Like, what else do you like to do? And she couldn't think of anything. So I think, I mean, and even though I had that list of activities to do, nothing sounded fun to her. So I think some of our other kids were able to pick up on other activities a little bit easier and it was harder for her. And so you might have kids like that too, where they just don't have a lot of interest. And so it's hard for them to find things to do. That said, uh, she... I think we have to be careful and you have to be careful with some kids that are kind of inclined that way. She totally likes to do things. She's just not as like creative, but we had some Kiwi crates show up in the middle of this and she spent hours working on Kiwi crates. She played the piano more than she had in months. That was a huge benefit. I think not having screens in the morning, she was able, and some of our other kids were able to do things in the morning that they usually just don't want to do after school, like piano practice. And she was practicing the piano every day, which is awesome. Yep. So maybe she is going to just twiddle her thumbs more than others, but she still did other things that she wouldn't have done if she had a screen. It was just more complaining. I have nothing to do. I'm so bored. And I would try to give her things and she hated everything I said. And so there's definitely complaining from her throughout the whole thing. But she's just at that age. That's true. She's a tween. She just needs to let the world know that life's not great and (laughs) things are hard and that's okay. So what do we do going forward? What sticks? So we have decided to still do no screens before school. We feel like that would stay beneficial to do that. We are going to allow screens each day but have like a time period because i find like if i say oh each kid gets one hour one hour of what you know it's hard to keep track of television or who's playing nintendo or who's doing their tablets you know like it's just too hard to keep track of everything so we decided on a time like a section of time from like 4 to five thirty, people can do screens and then they're gone mm-hmm. and And that's letting them know, too, like, if you are choosing to play with friends after school, which is good, too, just know that if you didn't get your screen time, that's just how it is. You don't get to make it up later or whatever. Like, you're choosing to do something besides screens. And usually our kids love to go around outside and play with friends and stuff like that after school. But I just want them to know, like, that is awesome that you choose that, but that doesn't mean screen time after dinner or whatever, like, That's just gone for the day. You don't need to do screens every day. Yep. We're keeping limits on the weekends, but loosening them up a little bit. So we'll keep doing Friday fun nights. On Saturday, we'll still have a chunk of time where they can do some screens. And then on Sundays, we said, you know, it is fun to watch a movie or something, but that for us isn't like a just free-for-all screen day where they can watch whatever they want. It never has been. And so we want to keep it just kind of the classics 
and and do it as a family, preferably. I am also going to let Lucy watch some screens in the afternoon while I'm working because we weren't before. She's really good at playing independently, but the whole time it can get long because it can be three hours on some day. And so I'm going to have her do some screen time and some time of no screens during that time. Yeah. So hopefully this is a good balance and it's moderate enough that it can stick. Cause I think that's the hard thing with either extreme is it, it can be hard to keep it around. So hopefully we've struck a good balance, but if not, we'll give you an update. Yeah. I do feel like eventually we just kind of let them get out of control again. We just get relaxed and we're just like, okay, you can watch the screen. And so hopefully we can stick to our guns. We also thought during the summertime, because that is a challenging time when kids are home all day. So I think we're going to do the same thing of have just like set hours for the day of this is screen time. I think we were saying like one to three or two to four or something like that. Sometime in the afternoon where they can do screens rather than just letting them do it all day. Yep. So if you're still interested in doing a no screen challenge in your own family, I still have those resources on our website that are free of just different activities you can do inside or outside and give you your kids some ideas of things to do. If you have any questions, you are welcome to DM us on Instagram or you can email us however you want to contact us. We're happy to answer any questions that you have about how it works for us or how it could work for your family. Yes, indeed. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.